Hey, this is Chris Nays, and you're listening to Bacon and Nays Podcast, and I promise this won't take much of your time, because I stay on top of that. Yeah. Well, this isn't going to be on the episode, so what does it matter? We're still eating. Oh, this is going in. Oh, great. <laughs> I mean, I still have to take off my boots. I have a ritual. You know this. Which is why I didn't think we were actually recording. I thought we were still checking our sound levels. Okay, go ahead and, go ahead and check your levels. Check. Oi! No, sorry. Check, check, check. Two, three. You're fine. I mean, checking the levels is kind of absurd at this point because I don't ever change the levels. It's okay. I just do it to make sure that they're on. You know what I mean? Well, it's funny. Oh, don't get don't get ahead of yourself. Well, I'll decide if it's funny or not. From the listeners, if they ever decide to respond to anything that we do, I was just gonna say. After finishing Westworld Season 2. Yeah. And listening to the companion watchers on the couch, Westworld. Thank you guys for that, by the way. I am way too dumb for that show. They've definitely helped me with that one. Uh, season 2, specifically, I was as lost as you were sometimes. And uh, they once I listened to them after, I was like, okay, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> it fucking, yeah, I needed that. I I guess I was like, I guess I was definitely taking Tim's side on that, where I was like, shut my brain off and didn't try to think too much and just enjoy the episode for what it was. And then afterwards be like, what the fuck just happened? But I mean, I, I was there most of the time. It was the timeline jumping around that it was too much timeline yeah. jumping around, but no. And what's even funnier is that I would watch an episode, then listen to their podcast, watch an episode, listen to the podcast. I get done with the last episode and I turn it off and I start listening to it and they're like, and what about that tag scene? And I'm like, what the fuck? You mean, um, yeah, the whole thing that's after the credits. Yeah. Yeah. The credit, the had credits n- thing had no idea about that. Yeah. So I, I happened to see somebody mention like watch all the way through the credits. So I made sure that I did that time. Otherwise I never would, mm-hmm. you know? Hopefully everybody that was recording it had their DVR set to do that. You no know. kidding. Yeah. Well, nowadays, the f- I mean, you can fucking watch anything at any time, anywhere. Right. Even on YouTube for like 30 seconds before it gets taken down. You're a full bacon. And you're a partially <laughs> bald nays. And this is Bacon and Nays, and that is correct. <laughs> I was noticing as my band bandana creeps up my head during the night how sparse it looks in front, and then I go like this, and I put it back down. <laughs> Dude, I'm not ashamed of it. I don't I was care. gonna say it doesn't bother you, you own it, no, so no. who gives a fuck. That's why they well, that isn't why they made bandanas and that's definitely why they made hats though. I feel like if hats ever had a purpose... It was to keep the sun out of your eyes? Well, that's that's a baseball cap. No. Specifically. Cowboy other hats. Hat, other hat, hats. Cowboy hat. Cowboy hat, too. Sombrero. Sombrero as well. Okay, so more than one hat. I get it. 
I'm saying like fancy hats. They yeah. were not made for sewing. Derby hats. I'm not sure what a derby hat looks like. Oh, it's it's one of those hats that like the chicks wear, where it's got 37 different rhinestone feathers coming out the top. Oh, I was thinking a male hat that like, is a like derby Drew, hat. Oh, you so. mean like Drew Derby? We'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking roller derby hat. Ooh. <laughs> whatever that is. Yeah, I was going to say, whatever the it's fuck that is. It's but, a helmet. Okay. Swig of coffee for the homo yep. sapien. Oh, okay. Uh, we are your variety drive time, morning time, yes. rock and roll, cert. Whatever you want, right here. Podcast. Jimmy and I grew up together. We went to Catholic school together. Half that is true. And then we, and then once actually, we were, once we were in high school, we were inseparable. And then to this day, I've never had another friend besides you. And that's all true. <laughs> Most and of- so we decided to make a podcast. And yes, I cut you off twice. Most Go ahead. of that hurt me. By the way. Oh. Why? I don't consider you a friend. Oh, all right. Wow. That, that hurt me. So, <laughs> shots fired right yep, back. Yep. This track right here. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we podcasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's both of our fault. Not really. Well, no. The first week, something happened on your end. or some, Is that true? Yeah, but I don't even remember what. I mean, I, I don't remember what it was either. It was, it was during my vacation, which was bullshit, because yeah. everything that uh, everything that could have gone wrong during my staycation did go wrong. Do you want to get into that, or do you want to sure. do our... I mean, it's, it, I mean it's, it's quick. Okay. So, start the vacation, and uh, Sunday uh, was... It, it was my aunt's 70th birthday, so I had a good time. Actually got to leave work early to go do that which i'm glad i did because had i left work at a normal time i would have missed the whole damn thing mm-hmm. but uh we just happened to be so slow that day that i looked over at brian and i said can i go and he goes yeah so first day of your vacation you had to already been obligated to go to a family thing yeah and actually since i started work this is pretty much the first family function that i've done so like in a year yeah like nobody had seen me pretty so much did that party year. go wrong or was it just after that it was it was Other stuff. it was pretty much after that that everything started just slowly going downhill. So quickly name off everything without going into super great detail. Over uh, the course of your vacation, what all went wrong? Uh, uh I tattooed my foot, which was a terrible idea. <laughs> With a flower? I told you to get something gay and you did. I did. Uh <laughs> awesome. No, uh my foot just, it swelled up so much that it was like almost impossible to walk on. But that's my own fault. And also, I should say, by gay, I mean totally awesome. <laughs> okay, so. Hashtag 2018. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, but it was just, it was just it sucked because whole next day I couldn't put any yeah. fucking pressure on my foot. Well, I mean, that's your fault. It was my fault, and I, and I totally own up to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, next thing. The next thing was. I gave myself, you know, a couple of days to just kind of sit around and relax. Sure. And then I knew that, okay, now it's time to do the stuff that I pretty much took off for, which was tearing my kitchen apart, uh, redoing redoing everything, new countertops, new cabinetry, everything like that. So I start tearing it, I start tearing my kitchen apart, and I go, hey, when are we getting the truck tomorrow? 
My mom goes, at the end of the day, and I said, okay, so that means Friday morning I'm going to get up and start getting all the things necessary so I can start putting things back together. Mm-hmm. Friday comes along, no, no call. Truck. Saturday comes along, no, no truck. truck. <laughs> I saw that coming a mile yeah. away. <laughs> uh, which was fine because I was supposed to get my cabinets on Friday, and they didn't show up until Monday. But still, you had plans. I had plans to do that, so yeah. I had to I had to improvise, and now I'm running into the, the problems with that. Mm-hmm. The cabinets are not lining up right, and now I have to go through and fix that. Great. Yeah, but I... Was that due to your bad measurement, measurements? No. Or no. Are you sure? You're giving yep. me a little smirk when you say that. Yep. No, you, this had nothing to do did with you me. Me- did you measure three times? And Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, yeah. Especially cutting the hole for my sink. Mm-hmm. Once so I, did once they... A, a, scaring the shit out of me. So did they ship the wrong thing to you, or... Uh, no. So I just, I was like, hey, uh, you said my stuff would be in today. And they're like, yeah, it, it, it should be. We get in our, we're getting our truck in at around two o'clock. And I'm like, awesome. Should be means probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. I mean, that's just the abridged. I could always go way I deep. D- in I do detail. remember why. Don't want to, don't want to. Cause it's then, then I'm just like, oh, and then I accidentally saved over a save point in my video game. Yeah. And then it just, that's just fucking lame. No one gives a shit about that. Well, I do remember why we didn't podcast two weeks ago, now that we got into all that stuff. Uh, You told me that you didn't do your Slayer homework. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I was like, well, I don't really have anything else planned, and I don't want our show to suck. So, and that's, you. with that, you have to say, well, Chris and Jimmy, doesn't your show usually suck? Uh. (laughs) And I say... Fuck you. We're at least trying, and let's see what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't criticize us, people in my head that are. I was gonna say, who the fuck is criticizing <laughs> us? I don't. Um, yeah. So you didn't do your homework, mm-hmm. and I said, well, let's let's delay till next week. Yeah. Next week came. Turned out my uh, maintenance people in my apartment gave me less than a day's notice that they were coming in the morning to. To give us a new toilet and yeah, change so out weird. our shower head. That's so weird. Which, by the way, um, I had a nice thought while I was taking a dump on said toilet that, hey, I was the first person to ever shit in this toilet. That you know of. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a fre- It's It's a fresh toilet. How do you know it's fresh? They are unboxing them, right. and the boxes are all over our parking lot. So, So who's to say... At the factory, somebody didn't shit in it. Yeah, it was pretty sparkly clean. That's just that's just me being a negative Nancy, right? Sure, there, but don't take that away from me, Jimmy. I'll take it away, dude. <laughs> it's a high power toilet too. It's like not one of those like low flow toilets, like we got at work. It's one of these badass toilets where you flush it and fucking Armageddon happens. <laughs> uh, it's pretty sweet. I highly recommend a high powered toilet to any of our listeners out there. Fuck the environment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you want something that sprays your shit gone. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say on that subject. First world problems right there, yep. boys. Uh, and girls and ladies and gents and zims and zers. Have you watched, while while uh, I'm about to transition to a new subject, have you watched the uh, new series Castle Rock yet? No. You haven't seen any episodes? No. Well... I'm going to slide in a little ad here. 
Debbie and I have a new podcast where we cover Castle Rock. Everybody that listens to that probably has checked out this podcast before, but hey, do go and check it out. On said podcast, on a recent episode, I touched on something that I didn't get to fully get into. Okay. Is it going to spoil what I haven't watched yet? No, not at all. Okay. This is a totally separate thing from the show. Um... So this guy, this old man asked me for a ride home from work because his vehicle's out of commission and he didn't have a, another ride. Okay. You know? He's like, you live in Alton, don't you? Oh, or not, Al- not oh, Alton. Oh my God. I meant, I meant to say Afton. Afton yeah. yeah. You live in Afton, don't you? Uh, and I'm like, sort of. Because <laughs> I don't like, right. technically, no. I don't. I had something in my mouth. I don't know what that was. Was um, he here? We'll go with that. <laughs> Fucking ash. A cunt hair. <laughs> oh, I was I meant like your actual cat hair. He's a cunt. Oh, okay. Um C meter just keeps going up on this show. Yes, it does. So I'm giving this old man a ride home from work. Mm-hmm. Debbie sees me on the way. That's why she mentioned it the other day on the show. She took a photo of me right before a truck blocked her view. She I heard her honk at me and then I look over and there's just a truck there. So I'm like, okay, it must have not been for me then. And I moved on. But this guy is talking my ear off the entire fucking way home. I'm trying to listen to fucking The Riz Show. And this guy will not shut up. And it's like that forced small talk that, like, when a person is with somebody that feels like they have to be talking the whole time. Yeah. Man, and then there was this one time that I went to that place, and they have great salads yeah. right there. Like all, th- He basically told me the story of his life for the past 20 years. And it was, and he compressed it into a half an hour drive. Um, the things I wanted to mention, I jotted them down on my phone last night. He said, uh, at one point, he said, that went over like a pregnant pole vaulter. Okay. So I, re- I still remember that. And um, then he doesn't tell me when I need to turn. Uh, that old fucking stupid shit. Yeah. Where so- you're giving someone a ride, you're doing them a favor, and then they wait till you are literally going through the light that you need to turn at. Yeah. Do have some dad news that, okay. that, that, that just reminded okay. me of. Well, um, I'll just give me one more second to finish uh-huh. this out. So then, uh, I turn late. I have to basically stop in the lane I'm in so that I can wait for a car to go by to turn. Right. So then I get over in the turning lane, make the turn through the light, and then he starts going on about Warrenborg, and I'm like, Borgie, Borgie, Borgie? He says Warrenborg, and he's like, you ever heard of Ronnie Warrenborg? I'm like, he can only mean Warrenberg, you know what I mean, in my head? So I'm like, you mean Warrenberg? He's like, oh, I guess I should probably pronounce it right. <laughs> yeah, I mean Warrenberg. So he said Warrenberg. Wow. I'm like, okay. And then what's he going to say now, you know? Yeah. And then he's like, he lived right by me. And so we're in the really expensive, like, I'm thinking I'm going to take this dude. He's kind of unassuming. He's just an old man, you know? He works yeah. in a factory, so I don't expect him to live in a super nice house. You know what I mean? hmm So we make the left turn into the super expensive area of Afton and not the right turn towards the apartments. Mm-hmm. Uh, we turn into this fucking rich ass neighborhood across from a private school and he's, he points to a house with a giant three car, four car garage 
that's basically it's essentially a house next to a house you know what i'm saying and he's like yeah that was warrenberg's house or whatever i'm like okay so then we're driving through this neighborhood he's like okay pull over here fucking nice ass house i was really surprised but anyway this guy it was just the weirdest thing i wanted to make sure i got into all of that on this show wasn't always big money though right but um you know in this neighborhood it now is all big money houses yeah you know it's off of uh basically well i don't want to give away i know where i know exactly where you're talking about it was just odd to me i it went completely the different way than i thought it was going to go taking this guy home from work Uh, you said you had dad news related yeah. to the turning thing? <laughs> yeah. So my dad finally gets the truck and he comes and picks me up because I'm not allowed to drive his truck. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. We go to my work and I'm like, why didn't you take this way? Why didn't you take this way? Why didn't you take this way? He goes the longest route ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he's probably one of those dudes that's like only knows the way he always takes that's it that's exactly it i'm like why don't you go this way because i don't know that way god damn it but i do dad so let me tell you yeah okay yeah exactly so uh on the way back i make him take summit road okay and he's yelling at me because and i quote only clown cars are meant to drive on this road Okay. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you have a normal sized truck that is driving down this normal sized road. If you can't drive down this, you don't need the damn truck. So I get to the very end. It turns you out onto, they have that high flow, stupid intersection there. Mm -hmm. And he's freaking out (laughs) because he doesn't know how to merge into traffic. Okay. How do I know? How do I know when it's my turn? I'm like, there's no cars. You just go, Dad. You just go. You've taken me this bullshit way. I mean, he's just cussing me out. My mom's laughing her ass off in the back seat, and she just thinks my dad is the funniest thing on the planet. Funniest thing. He's gonna get you guys killed uh-huh. if he doesn't know oh, how to yeah, merge. But my, mom, but my mom is my mom is loving it. She's like, "Oh, Jim, you're just so funny," and I'm just like, <laughs> "Oh my god." Yeah, you're gonna fucking laugh your way into a casket. <laughs> so, uh, we pull up. Uh, to the Dillon area, okay, pretty close to where I live, and I'm I just keep my mouth shut. My dad, he's doing his normal bitching at me thing. That's what he does. I'm just keeping my mouth shut, and I know that he's coming up on the turn mm-hmm. to pull in to go to my neighborhood, but he's gonna cruise on by it. I just keep my mouth shut, and my mom from the back seat goes, "Jim, you're gonna miss his turn," <laughs> and he goes. God damn it, boy, why didn't you make me gently slam on the brakes? Um, well, slamming and gently are are two different things. So He spent the next 15 minutes explaining how you gently slam on the brakes. Mm-hmm. And my mom goes, oh, my God, Jim, that is the smartest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> Realized. They're my, meant for each they other. They are fucking meant for each other. Totally. Oh, my God. Plus, during the World Cup, my mom was watching... Uh, the Mexican national team play mm-hmm. and her pussy was wet the whole time. 
All right. Oh, my God. She fucking was like, look how sexy these men are. I was like, you got brown fever bad, Mom. Yeah, totally. She loves her some dark-skinned meat. Well, you know, hanging out, like, at your your parents' pool while they're both together and, like, just seeing the interaction of the, how the family unit works, yeah. you know, like, the dynamic between everybody I would have been able to tell you before this conversation, like, they're definitely meant for each other. Just because, like, the way she sort of rolls with his bullshit and actually kind of is entertained by it. She is, and I'll never understand it. I really won't. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't think that... (laughs) You would have to know your parents, like, inside of their brains to understand how that is working. You know what I'm saying? As I get older and older and my jokes become more and more dad-like, I realize that I'm pretty much fucked. Yeah. Was that thunder? I think so. Yeah, there's been some thunder and rain happening okay. this morning. Sorry. Luckily, I was able to take out trash without getting rained on. <laughs> yeah, luckily. But I just I realized that if I haven't found that person that thinks that my, my I'm turning more and more into my father, mm-hmm. and I haven't found anybody that can tolerate me or thinks that I'm funny. I can because I, I you know and what I, I do. I mean, we're not gonna go tip to tip because I ain't. Oh, it. you mean you mean somebody like like that actual you can bone. companionship? Yeah. Oh, I don't even care about boning. I don't what? need to. I don't. Yeah. I don't really need to bone all right um i just some kind of companion actually i can sort of speak to that because like working overnights like Lindsay and i could bone more often than we get to you know what i'm saying yeah like just out of how the dynamic works it just yeah that we went over that in the butthurt game i don't know if you ever listened to that Mm -hmm. when you weren't on the show mm-hmm. and everybody made fun of you for a little bit yep so i didn't (laughs) listen to it well no i used the jimmy alert <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. You didn't listen. to I it? I don't think so. No, I was just Damn trying it. to make you feel better. But uh, uh, well, fuck you. Dude, that's what friends do. Don't like, patronize. I'm me. not. I was trying to make you feel better. That's all it was. I wanted to be a friend. Okay, that's it. All right, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so on the subject of uh, friendship, mm-hmm. friend, um, friend, let's go. Let's friend get, rift. <laughs> friend rift. We have. We are starting to have a friend rift <laughs> between us. Yeah. Uh, no, we are going to uh, Slayer this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought we were going to have more shows between, you know, Slayer and, you know, now, but it's okay. We're making Chris, up for it this week. Chris has been oh so nice to make me realize that I fucked up and didn't read the tickets right, and I will possibly miss some of Napalm Death, and that really pisses me off. I actually didn't realize it started as early as it does. I, it makes sense because they have a curfew there. Yeah, and they, you know, it's a weeknight, and they probably also want to give bands more time. You know, I like mean, instead of having the first three bands only get half an hour. You know what I'm saying? They're maybe given. 45 to an hour to some of their earlier bands you know what i'm saying so maybe i don't know for sure what set times are so i can't actually say that's a fact but well i just i figured i this this is just me but i figured like napalm death and testament would probably only get 30 to 35 minutes um which is which is almost they'll at least get 30 to 45 okay well that's what i was thinking i was thinking that lamb of god would probably they're going on first to last well, I know, but what so, I'm but what I'm saying is is that I was thinking Lamb of God would probably get closer to an hour. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's fair. Anthrax was probably going to get closer to an hour, if not a little bit more. Yep. 
And then Slayer was going to probably get at least two. They'll play, no, they'll play like an hour and a half, most likely. I don't I know. With say. it with it being a farewell tour, I just figured... <gasps> it just depends on how, how much of a set they can get in before whatever the curfew is. Yeah. Because there's, um, there's not going to be, and, and, and as, as much as I, it, it, I'm okay with it, uh, I mean, this has pretty much got to be their best of tour, you know? Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I haven't looked at the set list, but I know that's what they're going for. And that's, and that's kind of the, that's, in my opinion, that's kind of, if, if it is, and let's hope that, and it, as fucked up as that is, let's hope that it is, if they're actually, I can't stand the Ric Flair thing where every fucking five years he's retiring because... No, no, no. I think Tom is definitely done. I think this is like Slayer. To me, Slayer doesn't seem like a band that fucks around talking about stuff like that. Like they, I mean, they could have said they were going to retire five years ago or ten years ago. They never did, though. Mm-hmm. Now they do. Now they definitely are. Whereas, like a band like Motley Crue, everybody knew they would fucking come back seven times you know what i mean <laughs> yeah just like kiss was, or just I like was about ozzy. ready to say kiss yeah ozzy is maybe the most guilty of that and but that's mostly sharon's fault is she fucking wheels him out you know and says make us money <laughs> yeah my talk shows aren't doing a lot yeah <laughs> so uh anyway we're going to slayer mm-hmm. we planned a segment where you teach me about slayer uh, about two and a half, three weeks ago, I listened in one day. I listened to every Slayer record. Damn, <laughs> I did. Okay, I made it a point. I'm gonna set this time aside, and I'm gonna listen to as much Slayer as possible, <laughs> which ended up being almost all the way through. I think I listened to half of the very last record, and I was like, okay, I heard enough of that. But anyway, do you want to do the Slayer segment as we planned? Uh, we'll just do it. I'm just going to do a, like a quick truncated o- version. Yeah. Okay. A quick overview of it because I, I, yep. Okay. So, um, quick overview of Slayer formed in 1981. Obviously they're part of the big four. Um, show no mercy was their first album. 35 minutes and two seconds, completely DIY, which, uh, is pretty badass uh yeah so i have like before i set out to listen to all these Mm -hmm. i had never listened to this all the way through like i did um okay which is funny because neither have i yeah except for uh live undead which i don't know if i have on here or not uh because i don't think i did yeah uh like live and stuff like that but yeah that's like i think that covers the first two records yeah live undead has uh the antichrist black magic uh fight till death big yeah. names uh but die by the sword is actually my favorite jam but show to mercy ended up being maybe one of my favorite slayer records now uh it's a more like you said more diy kill them all sort of approach mm-hmm. yep and um there's what i was surprised that there was some like maiden influence on it too yeah i i like more melody in the solos and stuff like that well it and anytime um fucking what's his name dude died hanneman yep uh jeff hanneman yeah he he was i mean which by the way he was my favorite member of slayer that wasn't the drummer yeah um he was heavily influenced by maiden and punk rock so yeah i mean it's and especially with a lot of a lot of his just riffs alone if you you can hear the punk rock influence hard yeah oh yeah big time um so then you move on to hell awaits yep 
37 and 11 seconds. This one came out in 85, the year of me, uh, on Metal Blade. Uh, this is where I got better headphones. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'm going to really zone in on this uh, shit. Yeah, this this album was heavily influenced by Merciful Fate. I don't know if that comes through at all. Uh, it actually does because there's like six plus minute songs on it, which is a definite not a thing with Slayer. Not anymore. a thing with Slayer. No, but I just didn't know if it if it felt like that to you. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, again with like the sort of uh, n- new wave of British heavy metal influence, yep. you know, and uh, and Dave's drumming on this fucking blew me away. Mm-hmm. Also, same with Hell Waits. Never really gave it a full album listen through before. It's worth it. It's so good. Yeah, Slayer is a band, and you know, not to get too bogged down in this, but like, I've talked about this a little bit before. They're always a band that I've sort of dipped in and then like in small doses, mm-hmm. and not really like spent an entire day listening to them or anything like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But anyway, next album. Uh, next album is probably the one that everybody knows: Rain and Blood, the most famous one. Yep. Uh, it's also probably the shortest one at under 30 minutes, 2858, 1986. Uh, this is when they switched to Je- uh, Def Jam Records. Yep. Um, Rick Rubin. Yep. Producing. Heavily produced for like the next three or four of he, them. He influenced them by he- telling them to push all of the sound up front of the speakers. So like it's all kind of in your face in your face sound, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, you know? yeah and uh they stuck with that for quite a while uh yeah which obviously angel of death uh raining blood duh jesus saves is probably my favorite on that one uh yeah angel of death it's probably yeah. mine but i i mean it's sort of a toss-up on that one because there's so many good songs on it's, it yeah it's dude that's one of those bangers that you die can by the sword yeah you can top top to bottom Bloop, just uh, Interesting reading up on this myself a little bit. Dave quits around this time. Yeah. Um, and comes back in 87. I have, but those, like, I have those notes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I no, 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 no. You're fine. I'm not trying to mow your lawn, Mexican. No, 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 no. He did. He he quit and then came back. Did you go to the Wikipedia too? Well, duh. Where do you think I got these? <laughs> this really should just this really should just be things that we think we know about Slayer yeah. <laughs> that other people have But written. I had no idea. Like, yeah. I just like finding that kind of stuff yeah no and this uh this was probably this was not my first uh this was not my my the very first slayer that i ever heard was live double disc yeah um you mean was it decadent aggression yeah the 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 double disc okay that they that they had uh that was that was the first time that slayer was introduced to me this though was the first slayer album i ever bought yeah mine uh while we're on the subject, mm-hmm. my first two were also Decade of Aggression, which is the live double disc, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Divine Intervention, which is a couple albums later. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I got them for Christmas, and uh, I wanted, but I want to say my very first memory of having Slayer. I was on street teams where it was, oh, just, yeah. was the thing oh, back yeah. in the day where you handed out cassette tapes that had two songs on them. Yep. Side one, Slipknot. Side two, Slayer, Deadskin Mask. Also one of my favorite jams of theirs. Yeah. And that is a slow banger right there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as, soon and, as, as soon as I start hearing that play, my pussy's just. And that was an old drenched. song. So it was just because it was a live record and they're like, okay, put out a fucking 
Slayer song and a Slipknot song. Those are the two heaviest bands on this compilation. So, uh, yeah, did you did you read the thing about Ruben driving him uh, Lombardo though? Did you make a note of that? I didn't make a note of it, but yeah, yeah, Ruben would drive uh, Lombardo to rehearsal in his Porsche. Yeah, <laughs> which is, I just thought was and that funny. was that was whenever he basically talked him back into coming. Yeah, coming. He's back. like, I'll I'll take you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if that's what it takes, you know? Yeah. And so that's, and, that and, and, and that's only because like, I, I assumed we were going to talk about that, but like, yeah, it's just, it's a funny little tidbit. Um, yeah. so next one of my fucking favorites, South of heaven, South of heaven is so fucking good. Uh, this is more of a slow, this is, this is where the, for the first time they've kind of slowed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not, we're not slowing down to the slowest yet, but they definitely slowed down a bit. Um, title track, obviously, South of Heaven is hands down a great jam. Uh, Mandatory Suicide, also a really good jam on that one. Um, 36 minutes, 54 seconds, uh, 88. I was only three years old at this point. And this banger. Yeah, was, I was I was two. Yeah. Uh, I also mentioned Dissident Aggressor as one of my favorites on there. Uh it's like I said. It's probably it's among my favorites. It pro- might be my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, drum sound, production, solos, the songs, the vocals, everything is stepped up on this for me. Oh, big time! Like I know everybody makes out you know, um, Rain and Blood to be their like ultimate record or whatever. Yeah, dude. But I the next to- two for me. Are tied for best. Well, and so. I was and I was gonna say because for the longest time I remember when my parents allowed me to spend the ninety nine cents for a ringtone on on my flip phone, I got the polytone of Raining Blood by Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, that was the first ringtone that I ever bought. Like, does it sound like a, a MIDI? Is that what you mean, or like, a, what did it sound like? It, a polytone was, was just, it like a Nintendo sound. Yeah, thing? and it was okay. just like yeah. Beep 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 yeah. beep 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 beep. But it was it was literally the same beeps, but it would be yeah, like it was like Mario Paint. Exactly, yeah. bam! You just <laughs> fucking nailed it right there. Speaking of, right there, boom! Looking at my box for it. it yeah, looks you got so... that from the Nintendo guy at uh, uh rest, at, um, rest in peace, Peevely. Peevely Flea Market. Yeah, that's right. Fucking missed that place. This is getting real local. <laughs> um, next, uh, seasons in the abyss. 40, also fucking amazing. Yes, 42 minutes, 27 seconds, 1990. We are in the 90s, folks. Still kicking ass. Uh, this, they they picked the pace back up for this album. Well, there. I mean, it's about half and half. I no, but in comparison to the last one. Yeah. It's, the last one was, the last a, one was a concerted effort. Yeah, they did that on purpose. Yeah, and then this one still kept some of the fucking heaviness, uh-huh. heavy slow tempo-ness, but... Yeah. Also, they're super fucking fast tempo jams too. Well, because, so. well, and, and that's what I was gonna say. You know, Dead Skin Mask, and I underlined that bitch like nine times. Yeah, that's your favorite. Slow, dude. It's it's really not. It's not a heavy. But then you get into songs like War Ensemble. Yeah. Where you start getting into a lot of the you know the things lyrically that they're known for, right, where people right, right. start questioning whether or not they're well. Yeah, I, I mentioned uh, Blood Red and uh, Expendable Youth, which is like you're saying, like the military themes and death themes and yeah. all kinds of shit like that. Uh, I underlined and capitalized drums on this because oh, it's probably my favorite drum album for them. Okay, uh, he sort of simplifies 
on with the slower songs, he simplifies the heavy beats. Like the fills are still Lombardo like a motherfucker. Yeah. But when you're when he's really just grooving on the heavy guitar riff that's a little bit slower, he's simplifying a little bit mm-hmm. and it makes it like simple sometimes and it makes it so much heavier than trying like that's what I don't get why everybody loves all these blast beats all the time. Like, yes, it's heavy, I get it, but like it can uh, go just on the opposite side of the spectrum and be way heavier. Well, um, have you ever, have you ever, and I hate the guy, Jared Dines. I don't really like him. I think his I know videos, you're talking I think about. his videos are annoying. But uh, one of the things that he does is he takes, he takes like 10 different riffs and 10 different styles of music. And he's like, tell me which one you think is the heaviest. Yeah. And he goes from everything from, from standard tuning all the way down to the heaviest of heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking just garbage yeah but you know it, it is what it is you know everybody yeah, they're just different slices of pizza everybody has what they like as far as heavy everybody likes and i like this shit but once again and it's going to the blast beats it's like once once it was introduced especially in like death metal if it's not there then it ain't a death metal so shut the fuck up yeah well that's the trues man yeah. that's the that's that it goes back to the very beginning of metal where people are so stuck up their own asses about anything. You know what I'm saying? It's if it ain't from southern Florida, it ain't death metal, man. Yeah, it's like people that have said Metallica has sucked since Kill 'Em All or what you know what I'm saying? Like as soon as people as soon as they put out Ride the Lightning, the trues were out. It's like, okay, well you don't obviously know what you're talking about, so if you only get one good album out of Metallica, then fuck you, you know? That's all I got to say about that. Let's no, move on to the next. No, it's cool. It's cool. I got to um, take a stand against the trues, man, because they, they fucking are so annoying. Well, dude, it, it's... We'll probably run into some tomorrow. Oh, God. Or, yeah, uh, or Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, so, by the way, I forgot to mention, we are going to be recording cell phone clips while we're at the show. Uh, in between bands, hopefully we'll have some commentary, some Instagram stuff going up. Yeah, we'll do some Instagrams on the way to the show. Cool. After said show. Cool. Um. Anyway, next album. Uh, Divine Intervention, thirty-six, thirty-three, ninety-four. Um, this is the first full album without Dave. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, what's the dude's name? His name is, I have it written down here. Hold on. Paul, Paul Bostaff. Yep, I would say Paul. Uh, Beat you to it. You did. <laughs> I, I'll admit it. Uh, it's cool. Uh, first, uh, like I said, this was banned in Germany due to the lyric. Really? Yes. Um, well, yeah, Nazi, I, Nazi themed. Yeah, okay. Anything. Yeah, makes sense. Can't, because they are so like no 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 we have turned around that's my german accent that was awful i'm just gonna stop now <laughs> you you basically just have to do an, an arnold and then you're the german so just cheat and do arnold <laughs> oh i was going to say uh, right. uh, this is my german <laughs> accent it's a pepperoni tony he's a back uh. all right all right sorry anyway <laughs> yeah uh, uh do you- i love this i love this album uh, only, only like it, it's it's a weird oddity to me. I'm kind of fifty fifty on it. I like it a lot. Tina, wow, God hates that you hate this. Oh. Like this album. Well, I mean, um, it is Slayer, <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. Well, I, why I'm fifty fifty on this is it is one of my first Slayer records, so I like it for that. 
Fictional Reality is a really good song. I like that. Um, the it's uh like you said, it's the first one without Dave, so automatically I'm like, meh. But I don't throw it out completely because it's a good. It is good, but the riffs are just not as strong throughout as yeah as all the previous records before. Well, this is this is that this is where the, this is where the change happens. It is where the change. This happens. is where the change happens. Um, um, but I did want to mention that this is the first one with a clicky drum sound too, and that's directly because of Vinny. Like every metal band, once it hit that Pantera was the biggest fucking thing since sliced bread, every ba- metal band went for that clicky drum sound, the clicky bass drum sound, the the silver dollar sound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's move so on. So I did add this as an honorable mention, kind of, sort of. Okay. Uh, undisputed attitude. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned this. Um, I, I was I was up in the air whether I wanted to wanted to put this one through or not. Um, because there are there are some. Uh, there are some originals on there, but it's mostly cover songs by bands like Minor Threat, uh, TSOL, The Sounds of Liberty, DRI, The Stooges. Um, yeah, it's a bunch of punk and hardcore stuff, and I feel like Jeff Hanneman like really pushed it through. Yeah, He's like, yeah. We got to cover every song that I've wanted to cover forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and that's and that's why I said like I don't know if it's like it's I guess it's like whenever I did the BT Bam anthology. Uh, or discology, I was like, do I want to put Anatomy of in there? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's worth noting because that's that's exactly why I said it was worth noting. Like his his punk rock and his hardcore, it, just his influences. When you hear this album, you're like, oh damn, you're yeah, you can really hear it. Well, especially after um, the last record, you know. The rest were in a strong. I don't know if that was a factor in doing and deciding to do a cover record, but it maybe was where they're like, "Let's let's take a breather, let's rest on our influences for a second, let's really get back to just making a heavy as fuck record." And they succeeded with this because this album is heavy as fuck, yeah. even though it's not the thrash album. That, that they played before, right? But they re- they nail these covers, mm-hmm. so and they work well f- as Slayer covers. Yes, so. yes. I just, I like I said, I was up in the air whether I even wanted to include it, but I'm glad that I did. No, it's, yeah, it's worth mentioning. For yeah. Sure. Um. So anybody that hasn't heard that one, they should definitely check that one out too. Uh, now Here we go. Now, now here's where. Uh, what year are we in? 1998 okay. is gonna yeah. is gonna tell you. Um, We're right in the fucking taint of new metal. Yeah, and Diabolus and Musica, forty minutes, fifteen seconds. Um, this is where they really start getting experimental, and by experimental, I mean they start using C tuning. Um, most people, and I wrote this: the new metal years. Ha ha ha. Um, yeah, it, it's not great. It's it's not. Um, it's too. It's not really like what Slayer fans are used to. It's too, like, groove-based and not so much, you know, the tried-and-true Slayer method. Yeah, so. and I and I can't remember if it's... I can't remember if it's this one or if it's the next one, God Hates Us All. It is um, the next one. No, 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 um, where, where Kerry King said that basically the reason that they went this direction was because 
absolutely, and as weird as this sounds, hated every like he said that everything sounded like frat boy music. Yeah, as far as like, so he was just no longer inspired. So he was just going with the flow. If this yeah. is if this is the way music is going, we're gonna try and stay relevant. Essentially, they, well, yeah, they tried to put their Slayer spin on it too. Yeah, so it, at it, least it, they did that. But I think they they underestimated the what the fan backlash was gonna be. Yeah. You know, because they wanted it to increase their show attendance. Yeah. You see, know what I mean? And it had the opposite effect. I remember, I actually remember uh, living out in Cedar Hood. Mm-hmm. And the next two albums, I remember, especially because of the new wave movement, uh, Tim, my neighbor down the street, I remember his mom going and picking these albums up for yeah. him and us listening to them. And that's that's how I felt. I felt like my hat needed to be sideways, and like like the only thing that would have made these albums better is if Fred Durst was on them. Yeah, I mean Tom, he sounds like he's rapping. It's it just doesn't work. It's weird. It just doesn't work. It's weird. Um, I I I still have a weird spot in my heart for it. Yeah. Um, I, I got no room for this. But I'm like, sorry. but like, it, that's cool, man. Because I like some weird stuff, so yeah. I don't really care. It's fine. Um, I, but it's all, like for me, it's all clunkers, and yeah, you know, with a band with a band like Slayer, like I, there's so much of their catalog that I like. Why give a bunch of shit that I don't like? No, 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 I get it because and I, and I lumped and I lumped this one in there too. 2001, so a pretty long hiatus in between albums. And, yeah, and then God hates us all comes out. Um, this one, this one was straight up hardcore censored. Um, because of a scarred up bleeding Bible, yeah, on the on the as the cover art, yeah. Uh, I do remember that my butt that Tim his mom when when his mom got it, uh, it had it had a sleeve on it. It was a white sleeve that went over it. Yeah, and yeah. It looked ch- and it looked like basically just like a a Bible is what it looked like. Yeah, there was like there was like four crosses uh-huh. connected. In like a cross in the middle or something like that. Yep. But um, see, and I th- always thought that was just the cover, because oh. I never saw the actual inside cover. Yeah. Which means that the sensors worked. Yeah. Which is bullshit. But um, this one, this one right here. This was the first tour I ever saw them on, though. Oh, by was the way. it? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, they continued with C tuning on this one, and even summoned B. And this is where it gets crazy. They started introducing seven string guitars. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really going to also keep that. Yeah, it's it, uh, another weird one, but um, at least Tom brought back his normal vocal style. Yeah. And the production is better than the last record. Um, a bunch of clunkers, but uh, the, the, the crazy thing about this bloodline is, is great. The crazy thing about this one is, um, so basically, after Paul sustained a elbow injury, mm-hmm. Lombardo came back. Yeah, see, I didn't know that he came back during this tour. Yep, it was during uh, this. It, it was basically. Or was this, it after the tour it cycle? Was dur- no, it was during, it was like right before the tour cycle. He hurt his elbow. He was out. So Lombardo- Well, they toured for a couple of years on this album, I think. See, I thought it. I thought maybe I thought, not. Though. I thought it was like at the beginning of, it, but it could have been in the middle of it. I don't. I don't really remember. Yeah, I do remember. Uh, I saw them at the pageant on this. With uh, they they were the closer, of course, but Soulfly 
it was one of the Soulfly shows, so that's why I went. But nice, um, nice. Slayer was a bonus, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was in the time where I was so young in high school that nobody else, their parents wouldn't let them go to a Slayer show. Yeah. And my dad was like, "Okay, I'll take you to a Slayer show." Yeah. <laughs> and you know he, but he, the problem was he he dropped me off, and. I kind of underestimated how rough the crowd was going to be. I was front row for that show for a while, but I about an hour into Slayer set, I was like, "Okay, I'm out of breath. Like, I got to get out of here." You know. <laughs> and then it took him probably 45 minutes to get up there, so I probably should have just stayed inside. But I need to get some fresh air. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That that's that's what happens when you're young and at a show. You don't you you don't realize. You could just stand at the back instead, yeah, and get fresh air back there, yeah. You know, but anyway, uh, next record, Christ uh, Illusion, right? Yeah, actually, this is where uh, I gave up. Christ Illusion, this is where you gave up. World Painted Blood and Repentless. I can honestly tell you, I've never listened to any of them. Okay, so, um, I gave them a chance on this trek through their stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you take any notes on them at all or no? No. Okay, I took a few notes. No, and so. the reason that I didn't take any notes is because I figured, I was like, I I feel like you and I, we could have probably, like, once we got to the new metal years, we probably could have talked more. Yeah. But I thought that it would, this was going to start running long, and I was like... No, it's all good. If I have never, if I have honestly never listened to any of these records, then I can't say anything about them. Yeah, so. you, you can't give a... Uh, an, a, an unbiased opinion or even uh, an opinion that has any, you know, merit mm-hmm. whatsoever. So, okay. I listened to Christ Illusion when it came out in 06. Okay. It came out on 666. Yep. Uh, Dave is back. That's why I listened to it. That's why I gave it a chance. Um, this record does have some riffs on it. Uh, like in songs like Eyes of the Insane and Jihad. But the solos are super uninspired, um, and, and I wrote at least Dave is bringing it hard. This record does have moments on it, yeah. But beyond that, it's if you're gonna listen to a Slayer record, you probably shouldn't pick this one. Okay. Um, I can't remember if I believe it was the Christ Illusion tour that I once roadied for a Slayer show. Oh, so quick story on this. Justin calls me one day. He's like, hey, man, we could get free Pops tickets for a year if we roadie for Slayer on this show. It was a show that they paired up with Lamb of God and a few other bands for. Mm-hmm. Mastodon was on it, too. God um, damn. Yeah, so that was early Mastodon days. But uh, it was an outdoor show during the summer. Yeah. We got there at about 8 o'clock in the morning. We had to do the load-in set up the entire stage, load out all their trucks. Basically, we we were gophers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um it sucked. It sucked ass. I'm not going to lie. It was fucking awful. Um I was not used to hard labor at that time. <laughs> I had never had a hard labor job. You know what I mean? I don't think I've ever worked that hard before that day. Yeah. <laughs> we go to break and I'm we're basically they had it set up inside, like, where the normal venue is at Pops. All the lunch and shit was set out. You go in there, and all the bands are eating lunch, too. So I was going through the deli line with fucking the bass player from Lamb of God. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> I didn't really say much beyond that, but it was just kind of cool to say what's up. Yeah. 
Uh, Justin ate at a different time than I did, and he went through the line with Carrie King. <laughs> Whoa. Which is fucking weird. I don't yeah. think he said anything. But he said he felt super intimidated because Carrie King just looks mean. Yeah. I don't think that he actually is, but... Stage persona. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's bald. He has tattoos on his fucking head. You know what I'm saying? Well, they're stupid ones, but that's besides the point. Sure, they're tribal. It's weird. And uh, and his stupid BC Rich guitar. Anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, so that's basically the end of that story. But uh, we And I should say, at the end, whoever was guiding us to load up the trucks, they did it wrong. So we had to unload an entire truck. Oof. I was there until probably 2 or 3 in the morning, and then I had to work the next morning. Um, I was late that day. <laughs> and my entire body hurt for like three days. Yeah. But I did get popsicles for a year in which I saw um, Napalm Death oh. that year. I saw a free uh, Mastodon show that year. I saw maybe a Between the Barry to Me show that year, too. Damn. So I got at Worth least three. It. Yeah, I got at least three shows out did of it. Did you get any? Did you get to like actually be closer to the stage or? Uh, actually, yeah, I forgot to mention that while Lamb of God was on stage, Justin and I got up on stage uh, where they were the tuning room and stuff was next to yeah the stage. So we got to watch the show from the stage for at least half an hour, and then they're like, "Okay, you guys got to get off before the van gets off." So. In between songs, we kind of like rushed down the little yeah. walkway and back, but it was pretty cool. I had a good time. Uh, moving on to uh, World Painted Blood, uh, I forgot that this record existed. <laughs> um, okay, so this is what this is verbatim what I wrote. Keep hoping for anything to stand out, but it just it just uh, is Carrie King's bad solos underlined. <laughs> Dave is still good. And uh, then I wrote down the song titles America and Not of This God. And I don't remember what either of those sound like. This album d- is just, it's kind of a bunch of garbage. It's all sort of sounds the same. And then Repentless. Um, <laughs> the only thing I wrote for Repentless is I hate the snare sound on this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's our Slayer coverage. Yeah. Thank you for uh, taking the time to write out some notes about it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate your effort. I tried. We're just about an hour, but there's a few other things I want to mention. Well, let's start doing it. Um, We kind of had a Slayer versus Anthrax back and forth on the way back from Primus. Mm-hmm. What is your basis for that argument? With You say you like Slayer way more than Anthrax. It's like not even a, a an argument in your in your mind, right? No. Which one is better? Yeah, no. Okay, what what is your what is the basis for that? Uh I guess really I mean, Anthrax n- n- never resonated with me. Really? Yeah, I same same with and I know it's crazy, but same with Metallica. Like Okay. Especially more now. I, I'm getting to the point where I can't, I've, I told a guy at work the other day, I said, when we're listening to music back here, he goes, "Uh uh-huh. I said, if Metallica comes on, give it a thumbs down because I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Wow. I, in, in it, I don't know. I just, I hear his voice 
and I just instantly get so put is in a it, bad mood. Is it the voice of the dude from Anthrax? Is that what it is? No. What What is it then? I'm about a hundred and ten percent positive. It's because it ne- like it never. Me and my friends never listen to it, so therefore it ain't good. <laughs> And it's, I know that's well. A, that's wrong. So well, that's I know a, it's. I know it is definitely like a, I know it a is. flawed argument. But whenever it comes to whenever it comes to the big four, the two that I listened to the most was Slayer and Megadeth. Okay. I was never. I was never, and have I mean, never been a big Metallica fan. That's so. that's fair. Yeah, and and you apparently have never been that big of an Anthrax fan. That's fair though. It, and like we were saying, the the different slices of pizza thing. It just wasn't ever your thing. Right? And I, and is I that what it is? I really think more than anything, it's not that it wasn't my thing. It's that I wasn't. It, you weren't exposed to it. I was never exposed to yeah. it. Slayer, I was. Yeah. And Slayer was that like coming up in our generation. Anthrax definitely took a backseat. Yeah. To the other bigger bands, which is crazy because they're fucking awesome. Yeah. Like I don't. As I've got, I don't really get why. Uh, um, I think maybe just like. You know, the singer left, and then they started writing, like, material that has less catchy stuff in it, as the classic Anthrax albums do. Mm -hmm. And then by that time, when we were getting into heavier music, they were still in this period that wasn't what Anthrax used to be that made them good. And then now that they've, the last two records they've made, I think it was maybe like 08, and then, or no, no, it was later than that. I think it was like 10, 2010, and um, 14, maybe. Okay. Something like that. I can't remember when For All Kings came out, their last record. But the last two are like totally in line with their classic records. Just a little bit more melodic. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think you would like them. If you gave them a chance, well, here, here's my thing. They are going to play some material from those tomorrow, uh, well, or here, Thursday. Here's so. here's the thing too. Um, and as weird as this sounds, I guess it was the Motorhead mentality that I had for the longest time too. Mm-hmm. Um, I never, I I never really got into Motorhead until after high school. Yeah, and it was mostly because anytime someone would be like. Like, oh, Motorhead, man. It's, man, you heard that song, Ace of Spades? Yeah, exactly. Everybody so it was always that. like, when anybody would say anything about Anthrax, it was always caught in a mosh. And it's like, I've heard this song, and it's the only song I've ever heard from them. So this must be the only song that they've ever had that's any good, and I'm sick of it already. So I don't want to hear anything else that they've it's ever It's definitely done. not. I mean, it's great. It's among their songs that like are staples or whatever. Right, right. And I'm, but, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I guess that's an insight into where I'm coming from. Sure, yeah. Is that you were so zoned in on that one song that everything else sort of got, yeah, lost in the weeds or whatever. Yeah. Whereas now, I, I mean, I'll even go out and admit it that like right now, Motorhead's probably one of my favorite bands of all time now. Yeah. Whereas when I was in high school, it was just that one song, and yeah. that was just that was just me being young, dumb. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce you to some more Anthrax, I think, and I'll and you'll give it more I have, of a chance. I have more Anthrax than you think. Okay, as far as like I listen to more than like I have a lot more. Yeah. Than just, but it has yet to pull you in like 
Megadeth or Slayer did. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know what it is um, because Megadeth really is shitty. <laughs> Maybe just with. I mean. Megadeth has more shitty stuff than Anthrax. But I think it's because they put out like seven albums a year, so. I recently listened to uh, Super Collider for Megadeth. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. (laughs) I've been kind of doing this thing where like I. You're giving stuff chances now that you're older? Well, no, and and I hear about albums that are terrible and I purposely listen to them and give my thoughts on them. Oh, I and guess that's that's in a weird way that's exactly what I do with uh with shitty movies. Yeah. Like at I, least give them a chance and then realize most of the time people are right about them, mm-hmm. but maybe you found something good in that, you know. Let's let's run over a couple more things. We're going to go into podcast overtime. I feel like people are fine with it since we didn't have a show last week. It's cool. Uh oh. text message yesterday okay show attire (laughs) are you serious about wearing your work attire to a heavy metal concert kind of i don't think you should do that i think it would be awesome please don't wear you i mean you gotta fucking bro out a little bit when you go to the show man you gotta wear your fucking shorts you gotta wear your fucking Cut off t shirt like I you won't have on be, right I now. I won't be wearing a cut off t shirt. Why not? That's for sure. Because I'm, oh, you gotta like take care of the color. Yeah, yeah. Don't the, fucking the, sunburn. These that are shit. still these well. Just I mean, you could just put on some sunscreen. Uh no, I'm, you know I come packing. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's for sure. No, I'm probably gonna end up wearing my Trader Bob's shirt. Okay, that is in the design of a Slayer logo. Dude, fair, fair enough. I will probably end up doing okay. that. Um, but d- can don't wear jeans <laughs> or khakis. <laughs> Well, I mean, I actually don't care. I'm just giving you shit. Uh, I just thought it was funny to call you out through text yesterday. Be like, dude, I don't want to see your jabroni looking ass work uniform. <laughs> I just I think have it, to turn over to you and see you wearing your glasses. Here's what I'm gonna do. Well, first off, I was not gonna wear my glasses. Okay, yeah, that's definitely not. I anytime I go to a concert, contacts go in because okay, yeah, that makes I sense. would rather a contact get popped out than my glasses get broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what that, that somebody is. sneaks up behind you is like nerd <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh what I was planning on wearing was a uh, polo shirt with a popped collar. Oh boy. Uh a Abercrombie and Fitch visor no. flipped upside down. Please don't. Facing forward. I don't is this supposed to be funny? <laughs> because it worked with some crocs uh moving on from that um will you also be coming out of mosh retirement no like i am no please no i would love to see you fucking throw down no like the band no (laughs) not even a little bit will you instagram me coming out of mosh retirement yes (laughs) only because i want to see you get blasted (laughs) If I get blasted, that's fucking the name of the Hold game. On, I mean, that's me, what happens. You didn't even let me finish. Okay, I want to see you get blasted. I want to see you blast other, like, little 12-year-old kids. Uh, <laughs> I do, okay. And, and I want to establish this, though. Before your you hair, on. your hair, whenever you're, like, you get sweaty to a point that it starts evaporating. It froze out. It froze out. Yeah. So I want to see that thing fucking waving in the, like, just, you'll see Ronald McDonald fucking bouncing in a pit. Yeah. Like, that's. Well, I won't be jumping up and down because that's lame as fuck. 
but that's not what I'm talking about. No, I know the I'm hair, the hair movement. Yeah, during a headbang, I get it. Yeah, uh, I will. I want to establish this. I'm not an asshole in a mosh pit. I don't purposely look for small people and annihilate them. What I what you do in a mosh pit is you fucking respect your fellow mosh pitters. Well, you're supposed to, but I remember this from my mosh pitting days of so many years ago. Yeah, you're supposed to, but that doesn't really um, happen. I do also do not punch people in the face. Um that's I don't go swinging around my fists, you know what I mean? Like I I mosh with respect. And because poking, I'm one of the you, larger people, I help people of, pick. I, I pick people up. Are you poking fun of hardcore dancers? Is what you're saying? Oh, I fucking hate hardcore dancers. Why? They're not intentionally trying to hit you. No, they. It's a different thing. They are meant to be alone in their moshing. Like everyone is a separate entity and uh-huh. not running into each other. Yeah. I get that. I I just think it's kind of a stupid thing. Um, no, it's cool because I was one of those kids and it yeah. was fucking like I look at it now and I'm like. That's lame. This is fucking <laughs> dumb. Um, last thing I wanted to mention. Since you have a Sasquatch tattoo now, did you hear the story about a Sasquatch lover in the news? No. Okay, so um, I'm going to Google it since I want to get the story right. Okay. That's fine. Uh, I will plug something. Uh, I was at... I was at Best Buy yesterday, and someone was talking about uh, where to get a tattoo, and uh, it's really cool. It's for charity, for mental health awareness, the Chad's Foundation. Next Friday and Saturday, Trader Bob's is doing a flash revival, so you can go get a tattoo, and the money goes to a good cause. It's pretty cool. Sweet. I'm going to be going there. It's funny. My sister's rehearsal wedding dinner is Thursday night. Friday, I'll be going to get tattooed. Saturday, I will be at her wedding. Wow! <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I just I think it's really I think it's really cool. They've been doing it now for several years, four or five years, and each year they pick a different charity. This one yeah. is just the Chad's Foundation. It's really it's a really cool thing. So, a first timer, this would be a good time to go and check that out. Yeah, yeah, it, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be smaller tattoos. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be like the thirteen dollar right, right, right. tattoos, but you know, it's it's all about getting as many people in and out as possible. Sure. There's going to be cycle uh, people through. Yeah, they're going to have a dunk booth, uh, which I think is cool, where you can like dunk your favorite artists and stuff for charity. Yeah, uh, bid on original artwork and stuff like that. Sweet. So it's 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 all for a good cause. I think it's really cool. So I just thought I'd plug that real quick. Um, this is the story I was referring to. Things got hairy for Virginia congressional candidate Monday. This was last last week. Oh my god, I think I know what you're talking about. After his opponent claimed, yes, he has an obsession with Bigfoot porn. Yes, I do know what this is. Uh, Democrat Leslie Cockburn accused Republican Denver Riggleman of being hot for Sasquatch <laughs> in a Twitter post that yes. featured censored erotic images of the forest ape. Yes. <laughs> Um, uh did you did you hear him like bashing her about her like no knowledge whatsoever of sasquatch no he starts he's defending himself yeah he sounds like a psycho oh he sounds like a total psycho but it's awesome it's like an awesome it's definitely tinfoil hat type you know he starts talking about the time traveler apes yeah yeah yeah. oh my god i mean he's proving her point that this dude is a weirdo 
Yeah. Yeah, but weirdos make the world go round, so. No, I mean, listen, I know that you're on this guy's side because you got the fucking tattoo. That's probably why you got it. No, no, no. No, no listen, no. listen to me. It It's not a coincidence <laughs> that oh, okay. your tattoo lined up so closely <laughs> to, this, to news, this guy. To this news breaking story. I mean, actually, it was, am I wrong? No, but it was pretty funny. Like, my, I, so I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's funny. One of my bosses came in and he's like, he's like, sick, bro. You got some new ink, and I just fucking eat. when someone says anchor tat, I fucking hate that. Um, but I but I abbreviate any other word I want to, and I'm cool and fine with it. But if somebody else abbreviates the word tattoo, whatever. But he starts going down. I'm like, yeah, I just got a jackalope and I got a big foot, and he's like, you got a sasquatch. Like, yeah, he goes, does it look anything like the Patterson reel? <laughs> and I, I instantly wanted to be like, you're giving me shit. Yeah. But you know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Because, yes, I got the Patterson fucking image tattooed on me. So you talking down on me and you know it? Right. Motherfuck you, man. You know the name. Yeah. Patterson. Yeah. So. Most people don't know that. I have no, I didn't know the name, but yeah. I Everyone know. knows that grainy image of yeah. of her turning around you and looking at the that camera. You did know that came out as a fake, though. Totally. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I never once thought it was real. Just like I right. never thought the, the, the. But you got the tattoo because you like um, I have people a, that fake shit. I have, I <laughs> I you yeah like fake news that's what I well I I get it because I like when people fake stuff like orgasms when you have sex with me oh self burn oh. um, I just wanted to finish this out by saying Ruggleman's running mate running mate Corey Stewart who is running against incumbent Democrat Senator Tim Kaine um, has come under fire over his support for Confederate monuments. And for his ties to white supremacists who led last year's protests oh, good God. in Charlottesville. Um, Riggleman once co-authored a book titled Bigfoot Exterminators Incorporated, the partially cautionary, mostly true tale of Monster Hunt 2006. Hmm. So uh, he is a go-to guy for this stuff. Um, any further thoughts on Bigfoot? Any further defense of your position as a supporter of this guy? I'm gonna I'm gonna support anybody that that that's out there thinking that things like a Sasquatch is real. I, I'm I'm just gonna do that. I think that's a dangerous thing to do. <laughs> hey, if uh, listen, we don't we don't throw our politics out here on this show too much. But I'm gonna go in ahead. In this case, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna draw I'm gonna draw uh I'm gonna draw a hard line in the sand here and say that uh. If it comes to anything paranormal, extraterrestrial, unknown, I'm into that shit. Uh-huh. And if you've got a passion for it, I don't care how fucking crazy you are. I'm voting for you. Who's because, your... Because uh... guess what? People uh, people made some questionable decisions with their voting as of late. And mm-hmm. uh, By the way, recording this on voting day. Yep. Are you going to do that? Yeah. I was okay. going to leave here and go vote. Me too. You should do that. You should do that. Uh, you're right. It is American. This will air after, so doesn't matter. You should do it. You should do it. You should always exercise your right to vote. Yep. Yeah, always. Um, let's get to our ham and eggies, shall we? Mm-hmm. Do you have one in mind? Uh, is, that, is that a no? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with um, Bigfoot porn. Okay. I think that's f- too weird for me. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Okay. 
Although on Pornhub, Bigfoot porn shot way the fuck up. Soon I was as this news came through about this guy. People got real adventurous with their porn, and uh, I kind of want to look up big Bigfoot porn now. Just don't because it's a ham and eggy. But I mean, does that really matter? It it, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I was gonna say like, does it really? Ultimately, matter? it doesn't. Does it really matter? Do you have one? Um, foot tattoos? No, no, because I'm so glad that I did that. You couldn't walk for three days. It's, I can't walk now because I'm fat. Fair. <laughs> uh, storms. 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 Any reason behind that? or? Yeah, I mean, they cause power outages. All right. That feels kind of weak, but I'll take it. You got nothing else. I had nothing, and we you kept look getting, around we the kept, room. We kept getting distracted by the storm that was going That's, on outside. I mean, look, Jesus, look, Jesus all, saves. <laughs> all I'm saying is, is that WrestleMania three was not only the weakest. Scramble Mania three might be the weakest because I don't think we've really come up with any heavy hitters oh, so far. I don't have the list. I was gonna say maybe you might want to go through the list, but I don't think we've really come up with too many like. Heavy, heavy hitters. I think this is going to be the most like obtuse and out there. Let's go down the list right now. Scramblemania three. So anal cunt guitarist. <laughs> oh shit! Made- Confederate flags. That's a good one. That's a good one. Dad's DJ company. <laughs> Hollywood. The P canoe. <laughs> Forgot about the P canoe. Racist garage sales. Okay. Uh, scratchers. Ooh, okay. Uh, the judicial system. <laughs> Overtime. Gropey library people. Bigfoot porn and storms. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, today was just lame as fuck for ham and eggies, but other I'm, than that, I think I'm telling you, I'm seeing so a far. pattern. I'm seeing a pattern. We're following the WrestleMania pattern. The re- I'm not sure I follow. We have we have an amazing first Scramble Mania. Scramble Mania 2. Do WrestleMania 3 sucked, by the way? Yes. Why? Because. I mean, Randy, Sa- Randy Savage Boring. versus Steamboat. Boring. That is known as one of the greatest matches of all time. Boring. Randy Savage sucks. Wow. I almost want to add another ham and egg. <laughs> Eggy, I meant to say. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. <laughs> Uh oh speaking of really random just I'm going to throw this out there real quick if you got to I finally watched that Andre the Giant documentary Okay thoughts Yeah dad was fucking it was good and sad as fuck It was awesome though Yeah it was really good He could have stopped he could have stopped the process I didn't never know I that I did not know that either man Like that's that's what people with that condition do is they get it stopped yeah. And but, he could have. But but he's like, no, this is the way I was made. Wrestling. Yeah. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew I knew that and I also knew that like he was suffering from a lot of uh a lot of you know, his body breaking down, just health issues and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that it was that rapid. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's it's pretty insane yeah. when you look at the dude. He never stopped growing. That's what's insane. Yeah, and I didn't really take into account, like, his, he still was associated with WWF through 
him his body completely deteriorating so mm-hmm. like it became a point where he came out in a wheelchair and stuff you know what i mean like he went as long as he could go yeah so but yeah. but it's, wrestling wrestling basically like leaning on opponents or the ropes yeah. just trying to do spots and then call eventually it a day. being in tag matches because he couldn't wrestle which is he funny. He come too. in and do like a spot, and that's well, it. and that's what I was about ready to say. It's funny you got someone like Cornette that's like, "Oh, I hate these new modern wrestlers. It's all about calling their spots and doing this." What do you think fucking Andre the Giant did? That's all he could do. Was right, he hit his spots, and then, like you said, go back, go back to the tag rope, and oh, fuck, I'm nine fucking feet tall. Fuck, <laughs> poor guy. No, it was just I finally watched it, and I. Would, I I wanted to bring it up earlier, but I completely yeah. forgot. So sorry about extra extra overtime, but it's all good. I just wanted to talk about that real quick because I finally watched it, and uh, man, it really just it really shows you the love that he had for fucking professional. Oh wrestling. yeah, that's all. That was his life. Yeah. So, um, definitely worth tracking down that documentary. People out there mm-hmm. listening to this, uh, that's gonna do it for this week. See you on Thursday, buddy. It's going to be hot outside. Maybe it storms. Maybe it'll storm. Oh, man. Cup fights. (laughs) See you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Green bean.